Hot sports news, check. Hot takes, check. Hot dudes, check. This is live from the 8155. All right, everyone, welcome back. It is episode 10 of Live from the 815 Podcast. I am Colton St. Vincent. And I'm Jake LaRue, and we have the baseball season winding down and the football season winding up, you could say. <laughs> I could, but I'm not going to. No, because it sounds dumb. Why me. would you say that? Um, so, gearing up for the end of the um, baseball season, the Cubs have made some moves here. They get a bullpen arm and a backup catcher, or a platoon catcher, to go with Wilson Contreras. Former White Sox great. Former White Sox great Alex Avila. Uh, he was actually terrible for the White Sox. He was injured constantly, mm. mediocre at catching, and we couldn't. his hitting was just completely lost. Welcome we were back terrible. to Chicago, Alex. <laughs> Yeah, we love you here. Um, so this is definitely a uh, balls-to-the-wall kind of move for the Cubs. Uh, just saying, you know, we're going for it now. We don't care. They gave up the rest of their prospects. Well, I guess it's not now because it's we're recording this a week after it happens. No, I mean, as in now as in this year. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> not, not literally right now, but, you know, figuratively right now. You know what? Now that I, I bring this up, I want to deeply apologize to the millions of people out there that were waiting for this to return. Um, oh, yeah, the podcast. Yeah, we, we had a, a little hiatus, a little Ricky Williams step away from, from the uh, limelight. Yes, we needed it. It, it. Nobody knows the pressures of living a life after nine episodes of podcasting. Over several months. Over several <laughs> months. <laughs> it's really a big stressor on our minds, so we just took, I had to get away. We My, had to get away from Mind, all. body, and soul. Yeah. All and, three. You know, the press following us around, you know, just got to get away from it all. There was actually a hole in my mind, body, and soul, so I called it my holy trinity. Ah. Mm. Did you come, did you just coin now that phrase just, just now? I've never yeah. heard that. I'm going to email the uh, trademark company and trademark that. See if, see holy if I can trinity, do that. folks, watch out for that in the trademarks. <laughs> um, all you trademark fans out there. <laughs> you know what hasn't taken a break, though, is me watching sports. Good for you. Yeah, good. You know. You're, That's not stressful. Not all heroes wear capes, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Cubs are in first place. They're holding on for dear life, but you know they look good. They've added they added more than anybody else in their division by a lot, and they're the most talented team in their division. A lot of people think the entire National League is decided, and you could even look forward to the playoffs and say, more than likely. Uh, the Cubs will be playing the Nationals in the first round, and the Dodgers will be playing the winner of the wild card game, which will be Colorado and Arizona. As long as the Cubs do win their division, that's really the only question mark in all of the National League playoffs. If the Cubs don't win their division, I will officially name my first child Benny Brewer St. Vincent. You heard it here, folks. This is unprecedented. Yeah. Colton is naming, <laughs> is putting his first child's name on the line, and he he is not in a serious relationship at all. No kids on the way. I can't even text someone for like more than two weeks. <laughs> so this is this is a real 
down the line promise we're looking at here. I just, oh man, I'm just like thinking of like what my mom's gonna say. <laughs> She's gonna be so pissed. Cubs, if I know you're all listening, please don't lose. <laughs> I can't back out of something that I said on a podcast. No, everyone will come for your head if your first kid isn't Benny Brewer or St. Vincent. Oh no. Um, but oh, yeah, man. the Cubs are the only ones, and they'll more than likely be facing the Nationals, which will be a really good series. You got Scherzer and Strasburg versus Lester, Quintana, and Arietta if he gets it shit together. Hendricks. And Hendricks, who is a, but you know, how often do you use a fourth pitcher? I guess you would if it's Hendricks. Oh, yeah. But. Using for game three or four at home? Three or four, yeah, depending with Arietta. It could be either one of those two, but. Uh, the Nationals also have some Gio Gonzalez and Joe Ross. They match, You guys match up. That would be a pretty exciting series. And it would be the return of Dusty Baker. What? <laughs> Dusty coming back to make the Cubs fans regret moving on from Dusty Baker. He's going to stab all the Cubs fans with all of his uh, toothpicks. Oh, how, how stab poetic. Stab him right in the heart. <laughs> stab him in the heart. In the eyes, because that's more effective. Than stabbing in the heart? <laughs> a toothpick would... is not puncturing your chest. I'm not allowing a toothpick to get near my eye. Well, I mean, well, Dusty's I'm, quick. I'm, too, I'm quick. <laughs> okay, fair. Dust, I can definitely, Dusty. I know you're listening. I can, I can outrun you in a foot race any day of the week. I think you could outrun 80 percent of Major League Baseball managers. You couldn't. Joe Girardi would dust your ass. Joe Girardi. Um. <laughs> um oh man, <laughs> There's no, this is electric. We'll cut this in post, but I'll think of it. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll think of it, but I'm sure Colton could race a hefty majority of Major League Baseball coaches. Like, Rick Renteria? Come on. <laughs> he's like five foot Joe four. Man. <laughs> Joe, Joe Man. He's Joe. too busy drinking red wine all yeah, the time. Yeah, he's too cool. Really fancy who, red wine. Man, who, can I, who can I lose to? I don't... I think I can... No, I, I'm sure there's some young managers we're not thinking of, you know. Like, I, I go on. I'm, I'm going to look up young, right. young managers. Um, so the Cubs have turned it around after the All-Star break. They were killing it. I predicted their 10-game win streak, which didn't quite happen, but they had a, a very impressive streak. And that's on the back of Wilson Contreras, just absolutely dominating since the All-Star break. Over the last month, um, Wilson Contreras' OPS, on-base plus slugging, is 1.19, which is absolutely disgusting. For comparison, Chris Bryant, over the last month, is just a shade under 800. So Contreras has really put the team on his back for this stretch. Um, I would lose to Andy Green of the San Diego Padres. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the, the uh, youngest manager in baseball. And I think I would lose to um, Brad Osmus of the Tigers. Oh, Craig Council of the Brewers would dust your ass too. He was fast. He was Remember fast. his crazy stance? But I'm in the peak of my career right now. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, he's still a major league, former Major League player not too long ago. Looking at the list of managers, can you tell me who the manager of the Atlanta Braves is? Oh, fuck. <laughs> no. Honestly, if you put this guy in a list and then made up four other names, it gave me the list of all five names. No chance am I picking this guy. <laughs> What's his name? Brian Snicker. Brian Snicker? Brian Gerald Snicker. He's from Illinois. Snicker. His birthday's a day before mine. Wow. <laughs> wow, this is going to be your, your favorite player. This guy's unbelievable. He's, um, he's 61, so I'm kicking his ass. Hell yeah. He's pretty old. Um, I do not know who this guy is. Like, Brian Snicker. How Brian, fascinating, folks. Brian Snicker, how fast can you run your 40? I'm going to kick your ass. 
Um, it doesn't look like he played in the major leagues. So. <laughs> Weak ass bitch. He played uh, right field in high school. <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right, right. folks. Hot <laughs> takes there. So, yeah, Colton could pretty much beat probably well over half the managers in the major league. So, that's something of note. <laughs> uh, moving on from the Cubs, the White Sox, over their last 23 games, have lost 20 of them. Mm. Hot take, folks. That's not good. Not good. Not good. People aren't. <laughs> uh, they are in full tank mode, and I love it, though, you know. Each loss is just getting us closer to getting the number one overall pick, which hopefully there's a Bryce Harper out there or something. We is, don't know. Isn't that that beer guy? Yeah, well, Seth Beer is probably going to drop out of the top five, maybe even top ten. He had a poor year last year, but if he has a really good year, it's just he's not that fast and he isn't. He's a corner outfielder, so you know he's I no. I feel you. Yeah, I feel you, dog. I feel you. Thanks. It'll, we'll probably take some high school shortstop. Who might be awesome someday. Who is, isn't there a pitcher who, who throws like 103? I don't know. Because you guys need some more hard, hard, hard throwing. <laughs> yeah, pitchers. it might be Michael Kopech, who's been absolutely dominating lately. Excellent segue. Thank you for that. I'm a um, great segue guy. That was totally <laughs> planned. Totally, he totally didn't even... We talked about that. Yeah, a lot of communication. Um, over Kopech's last five starts, he's gone 4-1 with an 0-7-9 ERA. And uh, more impressively... Over the 34-inning stretch, he has 44 strikeouts and four walks, which is crazy for a guy who throws over 100 a lot. So he's looking amazing in double-A. He'll be moving up soon. And the other White Sox prospects to keep you interested are Reynaldo Lopez, more than likely will be making his first Major League start this Friday for the White Sox. Woo! Mike, Mike Pelfrey in the pen, so you may never have to see Fucking the Mike Pelfrey pitch again, <laughs> hopefully. Maybe throw him in the bullpen. Because, man, he's brutal to watch. But, yeah, so some exciting stuff for the White Sox. It's become so boring to watch their actual team play. I have officially downloaded the Minor League Baseball app. Mm. And I keep track of four teams in the minors that's, for the White Sox. That's brutal. I'm really cool and have lots of time <laughs> Man, on my hands. Man, 22, you are at the peak of, of life. And <laughs> looking up minor league baseball This is what stats. everyone wants to do in, in, their, in their youth. I look them up every night. I, make, I check the box scores for every team, and I get excited when a pitcher is pitching that night. So I'm well, don't, don't, really don't cool. Don't just pitch every, oh, every night? A certain, we only have like you know five or six good pitchers in gotcha. the minors. Gotcha. So, yeah, that's my uh, White Sox talk. There's not much other than that. Just keep your eye if you're if you're a White Sox fan and you're finding trouble watching baseball at all, check out the minor league baseball app. I love it. Wow, everyone is racing to the app store right now. <laughs> we're not paid by them either, by the way. No, folks. unlike Pepsi. Unlike <laughs> Pepsi, who's paid us? Mmm, Pepsi. Yum. It's it's good. It's good. Is Pepsi okay? Do you guys have Coke? Is Pepsi okay? That's the, I'm that's not. Crazy. I'm not actually drinking. That was that was fake. <laughs> Uh, he, he just faked that. Um, Got your ass. Are you still looking up managers you could uh, yeah, run Yeah, I, I looked up all the, <laughs> all of the youngest um, pitchers, and I am probably um, faster than all of them. To the be managers? Well, because like, Kirk Hunt is like 52. Yeah, but he was he was a burner back in his day. I mean, I bet you he could still move. I mean, have you seen Joe Girardi running in the outfield? He looks quick. Whatever. It's because he, he has the <laughs> pants on. 
Well, I mean, but he like he like warms up with his team. Like he he runs. Okay, I'm not I'm not worried about him. <laughs> I I would definitely take at least a few managers over you in a race. Oh my god! No, there's no way. <laughs> I practice running downhill. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that? That's what Walter Payton did. Yeah, exactly. Colton is on the same level as Walter Payton. I those aren't my words, but that's just science. I mean, other Major League Baseball news, besides the news that Colton thinks he could beat every single manager in a, <laughs> yeah. in a foot race. Um, Obviously, RIP to Walter Payton, but I could probably beat him if he was alive right now in a race. He'd, how old would how old Walter Payton be? I'm pretty old. I would probably take you in that one. Fuck yeah. You know. But if they're, if they're under 60 and they're a professional athlete... I'm probably taking them, unless they've gained a lot of weight. Like Maurice Jones-Drew, I don't know if you've seen him lately. No. I would take you in a race over Maurice Jones-Drew. He's like 5'6", but he has got to be 250. I'm going to DM him. <laughs> right. Foot race, Maurice Jones-Drew. I'm going to add him on, on Instagram he right now. He works for um, NFL Network, I'm pretty sure. He's on there all the time and giving really, really bad fantasy advice. <laughs> I love... That's why I love ESPN and NFL Network. They just give the worst fantasy advice, which gives people, like, false hope. Like, oh, well, I got Matthew Barry's rankings here. I'm good. Matthew Barry is terrible. Ooh, shots <laughs> fired. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. No, Come at me. Whoa. Come at me, Matthew Barry. You yeah. suck. Your wow. rankings are god-awful. It's about time <laughs> somebody said it. <laughs> I listen to him, and they're just just the worst. He, doesn't, he gives one side, and then... Uh, Who's the who's the guy who tries to argue against him? Oh, the the really the, pretty guy. The only fantasy <laughs> rankings that I follow are the ones from my heart. I've I've made the playoffs once in five years. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's might have something to do with it. Yeah, whatever. I'm I'm still adding Maurice Jones Drew right now, so I could race him. <laughs> we're we're live DMing Maurice Jones Drew right now. This is electric radio, Maurice. How do you spell Maurice? Jobs, Jones, Drew, got him, got your ass. Oh, <laughs> you're so here we come, MJD. I was put on Earth for three things: video games, sports, and philosophy. Cobra is king. That's the guy that I'm supposed to be scared of in a race. Oh man, I told you, I told oh, he's you big. That's, yeah, I told you that's someone you could be. <laughs> oh, Maurice, you are so small. <laughs> he would kick my ass, but I might get him in a foot race. Yeah, a foot race where he doesn't get his hands on you. Oh my god! All right, um, continue it with your segue. I, I have to DM Maurice Jones Drew. Well, let's yeah. just keep it with football because uh, football is back and it's exciting. We got training camp. Um, we've been talking a lot about fantasy football, me and Colton have, with, uh, you know, us getting ready for our own draft. I'm excited. Um, you want to talk about the Bears a little bit while you're... While, while I'm DMing? <laughs> DMing Maurice Jones-Drew, because yeah. it's got to be well-worded. Well, um, what do you think I, about the Bears? I want to, um, I think we should cut Mitch Trubisky. Okay, I, I saw bold. that he, he fumbled some snaps in practice. Uh, like a week ago? Yes, yes. And the first thing you need to do, if you hear anything from any beat reporter about a practice, is take that and expand it and just assume that that person is either terrible or the best of all time. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he has already hit. So there's there's two possibilities from from the fumbling. One, he's the worst player that, that has ever been drafted ever in the history of sports. Okay, that's a high possibility. Next. Or two, he's already hit his lowest of lows. Ooh. 
And there's nowhere to go but up. So his lowest of lows is fumbling in training camp, and his highest of highs (laughs) will be um, like Dancing with the Stars or something. Oh, yeah. Well, people in Chicago love Dancing with the Stars. Who doesn't? I could see Mitch Trubisky on there. That would be funny as Um, a backup quarterback. But but other than him, I heard that um, Kevin White looks quick. Which, yes. which is promising because yes. he's 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 a very good training camp um, rumor guy. Story, oh yeah, really good. You can get excited about Kevin White at any time of year. Kevin Just... White's <laughs> always looking really really good in training camp. Um, it's always really exciting. Yeah, and then I've seen a lot of people talk if Victor Cruz uh, plays well, if Kevin White plays well, and if. Um, uh, Jordan Howard runs well. Our yeah. offense is going to look really good this year. <laughs> yes, if you have Victor Cruz of old, Kevin White of never has been good. <laughs> the, and, the, the fictional character of Kevin White, yes, the NFL player. That people put in their heads when he was drafted. And Cam Meredith, Mr. Reliable, I guess. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Average. Who set a record for the most drops ever. Him and Josh <laughs> Bellamy. Also, Josh Bellamy, I DM'd you to be a guest on this podcast. <laughs> he didn't respond. Damn it, Josh Bellamy. Fuck. We gotta go for. How's Johnny Knox doing? Can we get him on here? R.I.P. I don't know if he's dead. He's not dead, is I he? I don't think he has a spine, but he's not dead. Yeah, is he, he can dead? still record. No way. I'm looking at him. Yeah. I couldn't get it that fast. <laughs> um, so if Kevin White, Victor Cruz, and Johnny Knox play well this year, the Bears' offense is looking pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, if, if they can get Johnny Knox and Matt Forte. Apparent, apparently, you know. Mike Glennon is getting along well with. with with everyone, that's what I heard. <laughs> he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a really good locker room. Locker <laughs> you gotta room, love these Bears uh, reports. Connector. Everyone's feeling real nice and friendly. We're all giving each a, other a, a lot a of high lot fives. Of nice guys, and if everyone plays the best that they've ever played, we might squeak out seven wins this year. Oh, I could see an eight and eight team if you guys actually do. If you stay healthy. hard as shit. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, the Packers have a similar one, but we get to play the Bears while you get to play the Packers, which makes our Think schedule that, much huh? easier. Son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> freaking gone. Yeah, so the Bears aren't looking too hot, but what's your, what do you think about Trubisky? Do you think he's going to start this year, or do you yeah. think they're going to keep their word? I really don't know. <laughs> I don't. You know, yeah, I, I, can, I can see him just not playing well and then just tossing him in the last like three, four games, like they did with um, Goff. Or every quarterback that's ever been taken that high. Yeah, they, so. It happens every year where someone's taken in the top five, and they're like, well, we're going to have Blake Bortles sit behind Gabbard a year. We're gonna have this guy sit behind fucking nobody, Damn it, Brian Hoyer. For you. Blake Bortles. <laughs> Sorry to compare him to Blake Bortles, but I'm just saying everyone says Bears fans seem very confident that oh no, Trubisky, he's sitting the whole year. We're we got Mike Glennon and Mark Sanchez. Who fucking needs him? Sanchez, but I think Trubisky's actually third on the depth chart right now. I know that's how it always is, but then when they start losing, and then the like if if they start losing, if Glennon doesn't play. If Glennon plays even average, I think he'll keep the starting yeah, position. But if he plays bad, I am 100% sure that the Bears will put in Trubisky. Because, first of all, they gotta you know got to create some excitement around the team, first and foremost. You yeah. know? I don't know. If you guys are on pace to win four games, why not throw in the rookie quarterback? Confidence, man. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because I get so confident sitting on the sideline watching my team lose every week. Yeah. Well, he's going to look really good in a headset, so that's good. <laughs> Yeah, he, well, he loves kissing titties, so... Don't we all? <laughs> Don't we all, folks. Um, Packers talk. There's not a whole lot going on. There's been some rookie injuries. Everyone's okay. They lost their third-round pick, Montrevis Adams, for a few weeks. No biggie. 
I saw a few articles um, and a video of Mike McCarthy talking up Dean Lowry. Oh, yeah. He's been all over. Uh, 815 native Dean alum? Lowry. <laughs> 815 alum? We call him a native. I guess he's not a... I don't know. He's, we'll call him an alum. Citizen. <laughs> um, yeah, he's uh, he's been getting first team reps and we just I mean the third round pick we lost to with a foot injury plays the same position so he's going to be getting heavy time and we also one of our D tackles way earlier in the year got suspended for drugs so he is going to be getting <laughs> thanks drugs <laughs> thanks drugs for letting Dean Lowry show show what he's got and he played pretty well in limited time last year I've seen some Packer fans that are pretty excited about him he could be he could definitely turn into like a yearly a year in year out just a rotational D lineman that gets the job done, and that would be an amazing feat for someone from Rockford. It'd be real. I mean, he had two sacks last year. Yeah, one of them was against Russell Russell Wilson. Was that your imitation? Russell though? Wilson. I is, don't. Is that how he talks? That's how. Uh, what's his name says it on the football? Russell Wilson. That's that's so cool. <laughs> thanks, man. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Thanks, thanks. But uh, yeah, no, he sacked Russell Wilson and Brock Osweiler. <laughs> I didn't know he sacked the Brockish ship. Oh, yeah, he did. Took him right down. It's your retirement. But I'm still DMing <laughs> Maurice Jones Drew. <laughs> you saying sorry for your retirement? You retired so long No, I ago? said I'm not sure. I'll read it when I'm done. I'll read, it, I'll read it when I'm done. Get ready for that, folks. You don't want to tune out. <laughs> yeah, you stay tuned for, for Maurice Jones Drew update. <laughs> Keep, um, keep talking about the Packers. I would, <laughs> all right. Uh, the Packers got their running back um, battles. There were reports that Ty Montgomery's looking great. Going to get the first team. Breaking news. Starter. But then, Break, breaking news. But then there's also been reports that Jamal Williams is pushing Montgomery for starting reps. So, Shit. Montgomery remember, is my keeper in fantasy football. <laughs> right? remember, Son of a bitch. Remember when I said to take every report you hear out of training camp you know, to the T? Do not, with zero grains of salt, they are all very serious. For this one, it's a tough read because they're both going to be the starter, mm. which I've never seen two starters at the same position. I-formation. Neither Damn. Of them. Well, I guess one we, we have our fullback, and it's Aaron Ripkowski. How many reports have you heard about um, how nice Aaron Rodgers has been? Being? Uh, he's been... Uh, I've been, seen a few. I've definitely seen some uh, photobombing by him. Classic Rogers. He's so funny. <laughs> People love his photobomb. He is the, the funniest freaking guy in the world. <laughs> I've never seen anyone photobomb a picture quite like Rogers' photobomb. So here's a hot take that I kind of genuinely believe. Yes. And um, Who do you think is going to win a Super Bowl next? Mitch Trubisky or Aaron Rodgers? Rodgers, 100%. I don't see any... I don't see very much uplook for the Bears other than Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> I'm going Mitch. <laughs> Bold <laughs> prediction, folks. Mitch. I, I mean, that's a really like hard prediction for you to make, especially because the Packers will have a chance to win the Super Bowl minimum every year that Rodgers is quarterback. Because for a fact, if, we don't know if, that. If Trubisky. it continues, um, the way that the Packers run their team, yeah. they do not ever go all in. I think if they went all in. Or at least like made some signings that wasn't just one Martellus Bennett signing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, that's bigger than we normally do anything. Exactly. But so I think it's because we draft. I, we don't have the money. I think yeah, everyone's got money. I mean, we don't have the salary cap to afford like these crazy guys because you know every year we have guys whose contracts are coming up. If we would have signed someone, we still have to sign after this year to sign Haha Clinton Dix, 
Devontae Adams, and Morgan Burnett. So, you know, and then they'll let them walk, and all the Packers fans will say, oh, my God, we never signed our guys that we – we never keep our guys, you know. We're letting everybody walk. Like, look at Micah Hyde left, and TJ Lang left, and Bulaga left. Like, everyone's Brett, leaving. Brett Favre left. Bulaga's leaving. Um, Bart Starr. Brett, <laughs> Bart Starr is still kicking it, so he's, <laughs> he's alive. He looked, um, he looked very close to death when they retired Favre's number. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was – it was like a, a weekend at Bernie's where it was just a corpse, and they just yeah. put him on a golf cart. He's doing good, man. <laughs> yeah, kind of like when they roll out uh, whatever presidents uh, that they do at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Or, or and, with, they, like, um, and they throw the coin. Who was that? Wasn't that George Bush who threw the yeah. coin way too early, and the guy had to catch it midair? <laughs> yeah, just old people. The I rev mean, just caught it out of midair, like, hold on. Oh, that was great. But um, yeah, here's my here's my DM to Maurice Jones True. Here we go, folks. Live read. All right. Um, I said, hey, Maurice. My name is Colton Simmons, and I'm a huge fan. I'm a host. I'm the host of a podcast called Live from the 815, and me and my co-host were talking about how many former athletes I could beat in a, in a foot race. I'm not sure if you have lost a step since your retirement, but I know for a fact that I can beat you in a foot race. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to hear from you and and. Arrange said race. Thank you for your time. Go Bears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... I, I think that letter puts us at... The uh, DM puts us at about a 0% chance of him racing you. So, he, I'm saying a point one. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying there's saying a... saying there's no chance at all that he reads this and gets mad? There is a 1% chance that he responds to you. A solid whole percent. That's that's high. I'll take... But that he actually ends up ever <laughs> racing you is at a 0. Flat 0. No point one, No point oh one. <laughs> Oh man, I oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I know. And hopefully he doesn't listen to us right now talking about how you know. <laughs> listen, like oh. bring it on, Maurice. I hope you're listening. I'm fucking ready to toast your ass. <laughs> you're fucking toasted, MJD. <laughs> I can't. This is ridiculous. Let's fucking go. Uh, um, what were we just talking about? I, I, I was talking Packers. I just got all fired up. We got we came in with MJD. I mean, who cares? Oh yeah, because the uh, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I mean that's, that's like saying you know who do you think is going to win a World Series next? Yohan Mankata or Chris Bryant? You know, Chris Bryant. <laughs> yeah, and I said Rogers over really quickly. Yeah, but too. mine's actually correct. <laughs> that's totally fair and back in opinion. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah, and I'm back just, in facts. I'm surprised you didn't like realize that, but anyway. <laughs> um, well, when Chris Bryant's playing for. The Yankees will be winning World Series. Nope. How's that for an answer? <laughs> oh, fuck, guys. He's so quick with these <laughs> quips. No. Next topic. Wow. Burned me. <laughs> uh, I, I almost just threw up. <laughs> no, okay. I thought it was just a burp. Okay. And we, uh, we can just jump into our last NFL note. <laughs> yeah, definitely cut it post. Our last NFL note, which is Smokin' Jay Cuddy. He's back, y'all. He's back, folks. Back again. Clutchler is a fin. Think about that. He's a fighting fish. We got Jay Cutler signing with the Miami Dolphins for $10 million over the next, for one season. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? You got your coach. You know, I can see why he wanted to retire because it would have been a pain in the ass. You got to go to a new city, learn a new offense, play with a bunch of BS. In this way, and, you know, maybe not even be a starter. Now he's immediately the starter with a coach he's, had found some success with. I think that it was the best year of his career. I think so too. And then the other guys let him go and kept John Fox. But <laughs> and, um, oh, go Bears! Go um, Bears! 
We still so, have which this, cool. this reminds me and is a great segue into our MySpace Top 8. What's your MySpace? Put me on your Top 8. What's your MySpace? Put me on your Top 8. It reminds me of all the legends that have rebirthed their careers in new... Uh, New cities, new towns. Yes, new all uniforms. The, all the all the legends of sports that are known for one team and one team only. But you know what? People forget that they played with other teams. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't because we are smart. And we're doing a MySpace top eight about it. I'm really fast, by the way. <laughs> I gotta make sure when when Maurice Jones Drew is listening to this podcast, that yeah. I'm in his head. Yeah, we're just, we're, Colton's pretty fast. MySpace top eight. Back to it. MySpace <laughs> top eight of. Player of legends of sports that played for different teams. Yes, legends who ended their careers for teams that you might not even remember them playing for. We're going to start off, though, with hot off the take with our boy, the Miami Dolphins legend, Jay Cutler. Cuddy. Um, <laughs> Kid Cuddy. It's, I mean, one time I was, I was near the field at a Bears game, and I saw on the back of his jersey there's a tiny L in between the C and the U. Yeah. Um, he, he, he doesn't like to brag about it. It's actually pronounced Clutchler. Clutchler, ah. And there's a CH in there, too, somewhere. Really small font. <laughs> they, they chose to hide that. Yeah. Because um, we're... It's a very modest bunch over in, over in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, the, the Chicago legend. I mean, everyone in Chicago loves Jay Cutler. Now, I don't know a single Bears fan who has said one mean thing about Jay Cutler in his career. I can't think of anything you could say about him. He was so beloved. Maybe um, <laughs> in that boat picture, he just looked too good. Oh yeah, his ass was too distracting. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know, when you like grow up in high school, and, and then those people who are really smart and really funny and really nice and really attractive and really athletic. Yeah. Um, and you just hated them for no reason. Yeah. That's the only reason I can think about hating Clutch. Like, That's all I've ever heard. You know, he he only makes the right throws. He's a proven winner. A proven leader, vocal leader on and off the field. You can see it in his face. Good body language. Great. He, they call him Mr. Body Language. Mr. Body Language Clutchler J. Dolphins. Smoking J. Cully. Smoke. Kid. Smoking Kid Cuddy. Smoke. Dolphins. Dolphins. Bears. J. Cully. Uh, all right, number seven. <laughs> Colton, do you have number seven? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, you can just... You here's, here's a little list right here. <laughs> you got all of them. All right. Just name whoever you want. Number all right, seven. who's ready for number seven? I am. Oh, my God. Well, now there's a live studio audience. <laughs> Whoa, now they're going nuts. <laughs> Calm down, please. We're trying to get the show done. Number seven, I'm going to go uh, Michael Jordan, the basketball player, not the actor. Uh, people, <laughs> B, not Michael B. Jordan. No, yeah, people forget that he played for the Wizards. Nobody ever talks about that. Um, it's, it's, it's a really unknown jersey to buy. Yeah. A Michael Jordan Wizards jersey. Yeah. Are we going to do the whole top eight sarcastic, or are we going to like switch on and off? Sure. Um, Michael Jordan um, retired. Now, he played for the Bulls? He played for the Bulls. Okay. Okay. Any, uh, any more information you can give me on this oh, guy? Oh, shit, he played for the Washington Wizards. Oh, oh son of a gun. We, we talking about how people forget, and we I forgot just, ourselves. I was just thinking about it, and I was like, oh, what a, how is he on this list? But I forgot he played for the yeah, Wizards. Michael Jordan, the basketball player, not the actor slash boxer. The actor slash boxer slash running back for the East Dillon. Uh, <laughs> what? East Dillon, what were their, what was the nickname? Knights, I think? I don't know, I can't, you're the expert Friday on Night uh, Lights. Friday Night Lights here. Alright, 
You continue. I'll get our uh, our uh, <laughs> research team on it. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with my next one as a parallel to Jay Cutler. Some may say they are basically the same player, mm. but except one's actually good, and okay. that is Brett Favre, ah. who broke Packers fans' hearts by leaving. Even though we moved on to Aaron Rodgers, and he started his incredible career. But he first went to the New York Jets, which didn't hurt too bad. It was fine. Like we, you can go. Packers fans just felt okay. Fine, go to New York. You know, finish your career. Have play mediocre, whatever. But then after the Jets, he decides to go to our rival, division rival, Minnesota Vikings, and not only that, have one of the best statistical seasons of his career, and go to the playoffs, and I'll try and take him to the Super Bowl. He has the audacity to try and take them to the Super Bowl. In audacity. fact, and then, but then he becomes goes full on fire, throws four interceptions in the NFC Championship game, and they don't make it. So it was it was a beautiful ending to a tragic story, I would say. I'd say the best part of that was that he was the cover of Madden 09. In a Packers uniform, I remember that. In a, in a Packers uniform, and then I got the PSP version where my PSP was blue. Yeah. Sup, ladies. <laughs> and. It changed to the Jets, and I was like, is this a collector's item? Yeah. And then I looked it up a few years later, and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> what a great fucking story that was. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's I, my favorite part. I remember because they offered uh, downloadable and like printable covers of mm-hmm. Matt, even though it would be just matte paper, like <laughs> printed on your yep. shitty desktop dial-up computer in 09, and you could... Print out Jets Favre onto your Madden and slide it in the case because everyone knows how important the case is nowadays. Um, by the way, it was the East Dillon Lions. Oh, because Dillon was excited. the Panthers. Yes, so it was the Cat Cat Panthers, Panthers and Lions. All right, Friday night, All right, next. <laughs> what number are we got? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what number so are we at? A, we're at number five. Are we? Yeah, you're at five. No, Name not. three people: Cutler, Favre, Favre, Jordan, Jordan, <laughs> the basketball player, the the bas- not the boxer once again, or the running back, or the running back for the East Dillon Lions, Lions, <laughs> not the fucking Tigers. We're gonna go um, Bartolo Colon. <laughs> Curveball here, folks. All right. <laughs> well, who did he play for? He played. He played for a lot of teams. I'm gonna go the. All right, you. <laughs> You look up how many teams he played for. Okay. Give me a number, and I'm going to get half of them. All right. Um, this is really good stuff. We got one, two, three, four, five, Doesn't it, does it just six, say that? Just oh. Look at the bottom. Doesn't it just say it like at the bottom? <laughs> oh, yeah. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten teams. Ten teams. Ready? Got it. <laughs> Let's go. We got Expos. Correct. White Sox. Correct. Uh, Braves. Mets. Correct. Correct. Indians. Correct. A's. Correct. Oh, no. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. There's more than <laughs> half. <laughs> you got six of them if Let's you weren't go. counting at Let's all. Let's go. Marcelo Cologne. Also pitched just a complete game the other day for the... Twins. Twins. There's another one. Seven. He pitched um, seven games for the Boston Red Sox. I can't believe I didn't get that. He had a season, or it was it looks like two seasons in New York. No, one year in New York, as on the Yankees, not mm. the Mets. So he's a New York native. Sure. And uh, the Angels for four years. 
He won a Cy Young with the Angels. I should have fucking got that. Yeah, come on, man. Do you fucking want friends? <laughs> to Bartolo Colon. And um, what year do you think he got fat? I mean, was it after his 30s? What year was 30s? he born? <laughs> no, he was skinny when he came in the league in 1997. Yeah, I'm going he blew up Fat quick, Watch though. 1999. Because huh. he was, like, the whole Y2K thing, he was freaking yeah, out. He was freaking out and just started nervous Yeah. Putting on body mass. Wow. There's just a lot of pictures of him really heavy. But this is him at Young, for those who can definitely see this, which is everybody. He looks like Aaron Judge. He kind of does look like the super athlete that is Aaron Judge. <laughs> and now you then you look at this picture, and you're like, wait, that's not Aaron Judge. <laughs> that's like the best <laughs> picture of all time. This is so great. If you're bored at home, just go look up Bartolo Colon weight. <laughs> just Google Bartolo Colon weight. There's some funny ones. All right, so that was five? Yes, four. number four. I'm going to go with Mark Burley, the mm -hmm. White Sox great. Ended up going and playing for the Toronto Blue Jays. And the Miami and Marlins. And the Miami Marlins for a little bit. He, um, I mean, I guess I wish the White Sox would have, he just would have finished with the White Sox, but, uh, you know, he, he, he signed you know, a contract, yes. he made some money, and then he retired after that. He just decided... You know, I'm not coming back. I've wanted him to become a coach since he retired because he's just a class. Him and Paul Konerko should just coach the White Sox. Cause they should just have their own that's, show. That's how just baseball cool works. Dudes. You just hire guys who played good for you and stayed on the team. Mm. That's, that's how baseball always happening. works. Son of a gun. I can't believe Ryan Sandberg and Ernie Banks aren't the coaches of the Cubs right now. Ryan Sandberg was was almost the coach. I know. <laughs> he was trying to be, and then he didn't succeed very then, much, I feel like. It's, it's really hard to sign Ernie Banks to be our manager because he's dead. <laughs> yes. He, but how did he never manage the Cubs? I could beat Ernie Banks in a race. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Sorry, we're, Ernie. We're going to... Uh, what do we got? Number three? Number three could be Michael Jordan. <laughs> Number three, I'm going to Michael Jordan again. <laughs> this is the baseball player, not the basketball player, boxer, or running back for the East Dillon Lions. Or actor. Or actor. Yeah, I forgot, also... <laughs> I forgot about the actor. Um, yeah, Michael Jordan played baseball. Nobody ever talked. Actually, we can put him on there a third time. He played for the Toon Squad. <laughs> oh, my God. This guy, we thought he was a loyal oh bull. Oh, my God. <laughs> he everyone, played, everyone played remember. four teams. We got the Toon Squad, we got the White Sox, we got the uh, fucking Wizards. Wizards. <laughs> and then, uh, they, what, what other team did he play for? The, the, the Windy City Bulls. The Windy City Bulls, yes. They're, <laughs> they're the, D-League affiliate. They're G-League. You know why they changed it to G-League? Gatorade bought it. Yeah. Yes, I know this. How late? <laughs> it's the G-League. I'm very important. But, uh, yeah, so Michael Jordan, confirmed traitor? Uh-oh. The Benedict Arnold of the 21st century? People call him the Kevin Durant of <laughs> before Kevin Durant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. when he, when he signed with, with the uh, Toon Squad, everyone was like, this guy's the Kevin Durant of, of, of the year well, that Toon Squad bullshit. That was a, he actually broke White Sox fans' heart. He was supposed to be ready for his games. You know how tired he had to be? Do you think he really played well yeah, after yeah. saving uh, the Looney Tunes? Newman from Seinfeld had one <laughs> job, and he just he didn't give a shit. He was so bad at it. He, he, well, Michael, Michael Jordan really made that fucking tough on him, you know? Well, like, Newman had to be so here's, so here's, stressed. Here's the whole thing. Newman dug up the fuck out of that golf course, yeah. which is public property, which means he should have been in jail, which means that movie is... Historically incorrect. I mean, I think we can agree. Boom! I just found a whole <laughs> Warner Brothers in your stupid fucking movie. Well, except, well, you can send our checks to uh, my house yes. in my basement. Yeah. For finding that error. Yeah. But I think we can both agree fuck Newman. 
Fuck <laughs> you know, Newman, dude. Like Newman, dude. Yeah, um, so, so so Michael Jordan, um, number three. <laughs> number three. Um, number two, I'm going to go with White Sox legend, Manny Ramirez. A lot of White Sox legends on this A lot list. of people don't remember. That's the second. That's the third. Michael oh, Jordan, Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah, he'll, The he'll, baseball player, not the basketball player, actor, boxer, or running back. Or running back. For the <laughs> East Hill Lions. Fictional Or the fictional boxer. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's a real actor. He's a real human, too. Um, Manny and Ramirez, a lot real, of people don't remember. He actually played for the Red Sox before he became a White Sox great. Yes, people always forget that. Yeah, they always talk about, oh, Manny Ramirez, White Sox legend. You know, <laughs> White Sox, White Sox, White Sox, White Sox. I love him. I love him the White Sox. I love having Manny Ramirez in the White Sox. It's just all White Sox fans ever talk about is the Manny days. It was so much fun. Correct. I think we talked about Manny last episode. We did too because I was talking about. Because he was, he's such a a, a great a White yeah. Sox. I mean, I will never floor. forget those 24 games he suited up for the White Sox. You I know? can name every single pitch that he that he saw. Go. Curveball. Fast- <laughs> <laughs> curveball. Fastball. Fastball. Curveball. Curveball. Fastball. Changeup. Slider. Forkball. Um, Forkball. Spitball. <laughs> Ephus pitch. Underhand. They were really getting creative <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> you really lost it, so they were just throwing random shit at him. But yeah, he started off with like... 45 fastballs in a row. <laughs> Did you know Manny Ramirez once played for the Cleveland Indians and Red Sox, though? No, you, you lost me. Yeah, he, he did. And he actually was an all-star for the Red Sox more times than he was for the White Sox. With That's, the total of zero all-star appearances for the White Sox. So, you know, it wasn't tough for him to top it in Boston, mm. now that I think about it. Nope. You know, and I don't think you're even allowed to go to the All-Star game when you only play 24 games, and it's in the second half of a season. That's really hard to make an All-Star game in the second half of the season. Everyone knows this. Yes, that's a, that's a fact. All, All right. right. You want to go number one? I, I really do. Who there's, am there's I going to pick for number one? <laughs> totally natural. Totally natural. We're going to go with um, Joe Montana slash Joe Namath. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, what the, a fun. The, the Joe, Joe Bros. Bros. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that was totally natural, folks. The Joe, that. Everyone that always calls Montana and Namath the Joe Bros. <laughs> the Joe Bros. <laughs> they coined the term Joe Bros. The old one-two punch. Um, Joe Montana played for the Chiefs. Joe Montana, Joe Namath. Played for the Rams. I, I knew that. Yeah, I knew no, that. you didn't because that's our list, and that's how oddball this list is. We're goofy. We're just two goofy dudes. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Jet, Joe Namath himself, played for the Rams. That's kind of awkward. Wouldn't he be called Mr. Namath? Because that's his last name. Oh, that's a good point. That excellent point. All Thank right. you. Mr. Namath played, who, who was a former Jet, played for the Rams to end his career. And yeah. uh, so it seems as though quarterbacks have a tough time staying with their teams their whole career. And actors and running backs and boxers. Yes. Honorary mention is Tom Brady when he finishes his career as a Bill next year. Mm. We also forgot about... Brett Favre playing for the Falcons. Oh, well, yeah. What a, what a traitor to Atlanta. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. Another honorable, honorable mention, Kosuke Fukudome mm. went back to Japan. What a traitor. Yeah. They're, oh, I have, What I have, a rare shirt that is. I, I have another one. one. Randall yes. Simon. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he was a pirate all-star, he, and then the Cubs traded for him, and then the Rockford Riverhawks signed him. <laughs> <laughs> What a traitor! We can't. <laughs> just, is there is there any loyalty in sports nowadays? See, back in my day, you just signed to one team and you didn't care about free agency. Yeah, 
you know, just take the money that the Riverhawks give you. You should have stayed with the Riverhawks his whole career. <laughs> you bastard. You ruined Rockford. <laughs> Thanks, Dick. You're Rails. welcome. Simon. Thank you. Um, so that was our MySpace top eight of um, I don't Legends know, actors. Of <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? I, know. I think it was actors. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So that, that so that's pretty much all the uh, sporting news we got. Jake, what do you got for movies, Netflix shows? Have you seen Popstar yet? Gosh no, darn it. Gosh darn it, I haven't. It's so funny. I watched it again. Frick, a, that's funny. Um, and then I was on vacation this weekend, um, and there were movies. We went up to a cabin. There was, you know, anytime you rent somewhere and there's just a stack of DVDs, that's always really exciting. Nice. <laughs> so the first, we started naming. There's like Harry Potter, a bunch of, you know, classics. And then there's something draws my eye, and I see Nicolas Cage in the front of Ooh. a DVD. And it's Family Man. What is this? <laughs> is, I have never heard of this in my life. Family Man with Nicolas Cage. And I would like to point out that I think Nicolas Cage is not actually a human. He's either a robot or an alien. None of his facial expressions fit what the emotion he's trying to convey ever. He well, looks like a crazy person 90% of the time. It's well, hilarious. I'm actually surprised you haven't seen the documentary Face Off. Yes. It's actually John Travolta. Oh, plays Nick Cage? In, well, have, you, have you like ever seen Face Off? No. John Travolta and Nick Cage switch faces. Oh! <laughs> That's why he has a They dog. surgically removed the John, John Travolta's face, put it on, so like Nick Cage's brain is in John. I don't remember the plot. Oh my I, d- God. I just remember that. Happening. I gotta see. Okay, that's on my list for next week. Hopefully, I can find yeah, that yeah, that's somewhere. Homework, everyone. Cool. Have you seen any movies? I have not, but I'm currently watching Ozark on Netflix. Ooh. It's a show with Jason Bateman, mm. and Jason Bateman plays a nerd who gets in. Who gets, <laughs> Classic Jason who, Bateman. Yeah, he's like a financial advisor who launders money for like the the drug lord of Chicago. <laughs> yeah. And then his partner. This is this is the first episode, so this is really a spoiler alert. <laughs> um, his partner. Without telling Jason Bateman, steals like eight million dollars from the drug lord. Oh. Drug lord finds out, kills his partner, kills his partner's wife, kills like everyone else in like the whole firm, um, kills Jason Bateman's wife's lover, which I thought was kind of cool because fuck yeah. that guy. Yeah, fucking who cheats on Jason Bateman? So Jason Bateman had <laughs> has to go down to Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri, um, yeah. and launder money for the drug lord again. And he's like, I I can make you so much more money down there, and he's just in over his head. Oh. It kind of reminds me of like a little Breaking Badish. Ooh, it's fucking good. It's, I'll it's, check it out. It's, it's like you like kind of hate Jason Bateman's wife, like you hated Skyler. Um, oh yeah. He, Jason Bateman has two kids who aren't cerebral palsy or whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> well, wow, a little Walt, offensive. Whatever. Walt Junior had. I don't know, but like it's. Yeah, he loved pancakes. <laughs> loved pancakes. He hated his mom. His mom was a bitch. <laughs> so yeah. So Ozark. My pancakes, bitch. <laughs> So that, that, I think, concludes episode 10, right? Yeah, I think that wraps it up. Um, okay, some awesome recommendations at the end there with Face Off. <laughs> yeah, face Off, Face Off, Family Man, and Ozark. Ozark's actually really good, so... I'll watch anything with Nicolas Cage, though. I'd like that to be... Um, well, then watch Face Off. I, I'm and then, on And then it. tell me what it's about, because I, I, I can't remember. I keep Googling Face Off, Nick Cage. Oh, yeah, no, it's a movie. It's got 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. It was, like, super huge. And this is the first picture. (laughs) Yeah. It looks amazing. In order to foil an extortion plot, an FBI agent undergoes a facial transplant surgery (laughs) and assumes the identity and physical appearance of a terrorist, but the plan turns out 
turns from bad to worse when the same terrorist impersonates the FBI agent. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so, so you're telling me that... <laughs> that so, it just happened so, to both so their plan was to just switch faces, and then all of a sudden the terrorist isn't going to act like a terrorist in the FBI agent's body? Oh my... No, I think... I think that he was going to, like, oh, I'm going to go undercover as this terrorist. But they forgot the that terrorist the terrorist is, is now the FBI agent? I don't think they did it to the I think the terrorist was just like, I'm going to become this random FBI agent. They happen to be the same person. And they accidentally switch into these bodies. I don't know, man. We're going to find out. But I don't know. Is this Rotten Tomato score like a meme? Are people, like, laughing at this? and like, oh, I love it. It's got to be. <laughs> They're joking. <laughs> no, I mean, no, because, like, I'm pretty, because, like, I think my dad likes it. It's, it's from 1997, so... Look, looks, looks good stuff. Go check it out, folks. Yeah. We're going to check it out. Before, before, first, before, we even know, before we even know if it's good or not. This movie came out 20 years ago, but we're going to watch it now. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for joining us. Follow me on Twitter, at Colton St. Vincent. You follow me on Twitter, at JakeLaRue1. Check um, out our hot takes. Hot takes. Backupquarterback.org. Backupquarterback.org. They're, they're there. They're hot. You can, you can do that. Um... <laughs> Uh, that's all I got for now. Yeah. Thanks to Murphy's Pub and Grill, Rockford, Illinois. Thank you to Jesus Christ for um, oh making way. the movie Passion of the Christ. <laughs> it's a good movie. He's a good. <laughs> Jesus is a good director. He's a great director. Right, well, wouldn't God be the director? I guess. Thank you, God. He just Thanks, hit the God. wall. Never had it all. One Prozac a day. Bye. Husband's a CPA. Her dreams went out the door when she turned 24. Only with one man what happened to her plan she was gonna be an actress she was gonna be a star she was gonna shake her ass on the hood of white snake's car her yellow